0: Like getting randomly spat into the world and shit on. So are the games of our lives. Now I'm talking about video game spawns, of course. These are the games of our lives. Super Mario and Pokemon and all the games that took us to another place and made us want to keep playing on
1: welcome 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 everybody to the games of our lives podcast my name is bill accompanied as always by the legendary handsome beautiful tony
0: dude this guy with the intros
1: and we also have another special guest we have our friend alex who is on the show say hello alex hello everyone this is alex it is great to be here
2: uh Tony and Bill have been friends for the longest time. I'm going to probably refer to him by accident as dad at some point during this. So just roll with it. Got a lot of dads. It's
1: confusing. <laughs> well, we're, we're super happy to have you here. Uh, it, we're going to be talking about a fantastic video game today. Tony, what game are we talking
0: about today? Halo. <laughs> One, two and three. Oh, we are doing the triple threat.
1: All right. All right.
0: I, oh, I hope, oh um, I hope so. I hope I didn't just ruin <laughs> <laughs> everyone's plans. I, I'm so focused on him setting. Just, Alex just set the bar so high for all future guests for, like, <laughs> intros. No one's going to top that. You really expect me to remember any of the content we're about to talk about <laughs> after that?
2: I do, I do love that you did one, two, and three, and like I'm, I'm down for the trilogy. But I'm just sitting here staring at the like little recording screen, and the title of our, uh, <laughs> our <laughs> session right now says Halo Three with Farkles, But hey, I am, I am here, <laughs> I'm here for the whole, the whole shebang. You know, we,
1: we can talk about them all. I, I think they're, I think to lump them in as a trilogy, I think at this point in history is a fair way to do it. It's the Bungie Halos, right? It's the Bungie trilogy. Like, what's yeah. not to love about it? Yeah, let's do it. That
0: thank God because I was like oh if we just talk about three this is <laughs> this is, if we just talk about three this is gonna be a rough episode for me but I thought we could talk about all of them but I guess that's uh probably insulting right because Halo is so vast but but yeah we well, yeah, you know you guys you guys take over and talk about whatever you guys want well, well before we jump into talking
1: about whatever we want to talk about. I say we jump into talking about a little bit of the news. So just starting off, we've got a huge patch update for Cyberpunk 2077, the beta unfinished game that was released about a year and a half ago. uh, Cross-platform. There's a huge patch. It's like 60 gig patch. And it it takes it from being a buggy nightmare to being a slightly prettier buggy nightmare. I spent about an hour and a half on the game and either my muscle memory is completely dead for cyberpunk or I just don't enjoy the world of night city anymore. But have you guys played cyberpunk at all? We'll let Tony go first.
0: I think that that's the sunset overdrive game. When you say it, that's, <laughs> I think those are the same game. You're not far off. <laughs> Tonally. They are the exact same game. Yep. So I guess, uh, Yeah, no, those are games I kind of stay away from. That's fair. (laughs) That's fair.
2: Yeah, I I played Cyberpunk. I uh, had a lot of really fun experiences with the game. Uh, A lot of cars fell out of the sky. Uh, One time I had to delete a save file because my character got stuck stirring chili at a barbecue. (laughs) I just couldn't get out of it no matter how many I shut it down. I reloaded over and over again and it's still starting animation. Yeah. Mike, it was like one of the romantic interests was like, Hey, come back to the house with me. And my character was like, No, gotta <laughs> I gotta stand this chili. But um I, I liked it. I mean it was it was a disaster, but I beat it. I Same. liked it
1: enough. It, whatever. I, I wanna try it again with the new patch. I, I think it would be easy I jumped into like my old save, so I wonder if just starting a whole new game is probably the answer.
2: Have they, do you know if they've like added a new game plus? Is that a thing yet? Or they have happen? not
1: added a new game plus, but when I loaded my file, all of my perk points had been removed from the perk tree, and now I had to like replace all 100, you know, perk points. And at that point, I was just so overwhelmed because I hadn't played the game in almost a year. So I was like, ah. <laughs> So I uh, my brain shut down and now I'm afraid to to reopen it. Yeah, you gotta lock that thing away. <laughs> I'm just gonna bury the whole PS5. I'm just gonna throw it into a ditch.
2: <laughs> no man should feel that pain. Yeah, I, I I mean I I don't know. I guess we wait another like three to four years for a new game plus patch. It's yeah, CD Projekt like- Red
1: they they'll they'll have something out by by 2025 easy. Yeah. All right.
2: Well, I, I was gonna Definitive hop in with this edition. new next gen patch, but you've convinced me to wait until <laughs> Definitive Edition 4.0
0: comes out. Perfect. <laughs> I love Sunset Overdrive, guys. Yeah,
1: that was actually a fun game. I do. Sunset I over... actually do love Sunset Overdrive. Yeah, that was a really fun <laughs> right. game. Uh, the only <laughs> um, I think it's the only Xbox like exclusive that I thoroughly beat and enjoyed. That's that's accurate. Xbox One had a what's just let's say rough i a say rough life cycle, but that one was great. It was Tony Hawk, but you got Ratchet and Clank guns. Tony Hawk, Ratchet and Clank, and like Left 4 Dead all combined.
2: It also, also, I guess, Cyberpunk, too, since, since Tony said this.
1: Totally identical. <laughs> We're just going to move on here. Uh, the next game, the next piece of news, rather, apparently some Halo Infinite Forge mode. Is going to be coming soon, which sounds super exciting and a reason for me to actually play Halo Infinite. Uh, Alex, did you heard about this? I I have. I'm excited. I, so so
2: neither of you have tried Infinite, right? Correct. Right. It is. It's great. It's Halo is kind of back. Multiplayer has been a blast, but they did bafflingly kind of launch it without forge or co-op campaign like there were a lot of missing features so forge is needed because the multiplayer is kind of like the best halo has felt since like halo 3. wow so I, I i've been loving it but yeah it is in it is in need of content and bill i'm with you like forge is just so
1: much fun to you know mess around with forge is the only way that i've really experienced halo as a whole but when i saw that i was like mm, i think i might be downloading this game sooner than later Hop in, we can start playing. Be a blast. Tony's
2: gotta to buy a new Xbox that he can use for a month to play Halo again. I think I got one laying around,
1: Tony. I might be able to help you out. <laughs> okay, there we go. I'll pay Actually, for you know, I think Tyler's borrowing my uh my Xbox One. So if you just hit him up, that might sure. be the movie might be able to hook you up. Does you he just... really have it? Yeah, he has my Xbox One.
0: Gonna have to send that boy a text then. <laughs> you
2: just gotta check the community sign-in sheet for Bill's Xbox. Figure
1: <laughs> 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 out where it is at the moment. Hey, I'm not. I'm not home using it, so stores open, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of stores open, uh, Nintendo announced that the 3ds and Wii U eShops will be closing permanently starting in 2023, sparking a lot of online debate. A lot of people are very upset with Nintendo closing. This eShop because it basically permanently removes a lot of these games from existence. If you already have the game downloaded, you can keep it. But if you, uh, once the store is gone, they're no longer accessible titles. What are your guys' thoughts on the responsibility of a video game company to maintain accessibility to downloadable exclusive games? I'll go first.
0: <laughs> okay. okay.
1: like so a a lot of people say that this responsibility falls on nintendo to maintain the existence of these games and i kind of don't feel the same way about that because while it's a nice service to provide and i think it would be cool for nintendo to like try to maintain something like that some of these games are pushing you know 10 15 years old do you want nintendo to just keep a 3ds a console that is essentially dead to nintendo just keep that active forever i mean that's i don't know if that's reasonable to ask that of a company when uh, according to tony the greatest console of all time currently exists under nintendo's care in the switch
0: i have said that and uh yeah normally i i don't want to say normally but i normally i side against a company thinking that they should be responsible and perform upkeeping and stuff like that but how long do you have to keep that stuff up there? You know what I mean? If someone wants a game, they probably would have gotten it by now, I think. And I don't know. I think this is when you just kind of got to get with the times. You know, all good stuff eventually gets shut down or older stuff to from companies. To I mean, look at what they did with the Wii U. The online Mario Kart 8 after the Switch one came out was like so just not watched or like monitored. You know, it was just all like people hacking. And it was just like a mess. It's like, all right, you just got to... I don't know. I, I see both sides of it, but definitely more towards the, all right, it, it's been long enough. I think it's okay to to not worry about this so the company could pay more attention to important things. Yeah, I, I, I think,
2: I mean, I, I've been critical of Nintendo in the past for like the like faux scarcity stuff that they did with the Mario all-stars game or, or what, what was the one with all the three Mario's? Yeah. The 3d questions? all-stars. Yeah. Like I was absolutely mm-hmm. against like the scarcity of digital copies. Like that was like one of Nintendo's biggest blunders in my mind. Like I, that made no sense to me, but this, this is just something like, yeah, like, like you guys have been saying, it's, it's a, it's a folly of digital marketplaces anywhere. You know, when, when a console is old and outdated and doesn't really have a user base anymore, they announced it ahead of time. Like if you want to buy some stuff off the stores, you still got, I would assume, a couple of weeks, right? You have a year. They're closing in 2023. Oh, then, yeah, well, I, fine. Who cares? Download <laughs> whatever you want now, buy whatever you want now. And then I would assume it's like any other marketplace. When the store closes, like you said, you can still re-download anything you've purchased. So, yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with licenses, right? It's just solely like you can't use the shop to buy new things. Correct. Next, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think... I think too, like the difference between Nintendo and like Steam, for instance, doing this, I mean, that would be catastrophic because you can't get physical copies. And Steam is like the only place to get PC games nowadays. But like Wii U, I mean,
1: you can still pretty much get all of those physical, no? For the most part, yeah. Okay. So the next thing that's coming up is the video game Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask is coming to the Switch Online. And if you needed another reason to get the Switch Online, Here's one of Nintendo 64's best offerings. Pretty exciting. Last month, they had Banjo-Kazooie. This month, it's Majora's Mask. They're really trying to go heavy with, with pushing for this new Switch Online Plus, especially with the recent announcement of Mario Kart and the recent Animal Crossing DLC. So adding Majora's Mask to the Switch Online just sweetens the pot. Good on you, Nintendo. Good for picking a good title. The big moon spooked me as a kid, so I never beat that one.
0: Never played it. Too scary. too scary listen we're not here
1: for horror games unless it's left for dead (laughs) even that one i turned the gore off yeah you gotta right uh next game uh horizon forbidden west was just released today sully Uh, (laughs) 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 yes uh starring nathan drake and sully not quite you jumped the gun on
0: that one a little bit (laughs) Ah, took a shot took a shot (laughs)
1: Almost there. Uh, this is uh, one of the more highly anticipated video games of the last, I'd say, five or six years. Horizon Zero Dawn was a uh, an instant classic to those who played it, and Forbidden West coming out seems like a uh, slam dunk. Uh, looks cool from all accounts, haven't played it yet. But what are your guys' thoughts on the forbid the Horizon series if you played it? I'll, I'll go,
2: because um, Tony, correct me if I'm wrong, but probably... You haven't played Horizon, right? No, nothing. Okay. Nothing. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, I, I'm going to say something a little blasphemous right now. So, so work with me here. I know I'm in the wrong place to say this, but I actually got the first Horizon at the same time as Breath of the Wild. Okay. And uh, one, one took over a little bit more than the other. Breath of the Wild is probably in my like top 20 games of all time. But in the moment, like the first Horizon was just like everything I want. It was like so pretty robot dinosaurs
1: the whole thing i thought it was awesome so i'm super excited about part two but no i I don't think that's particularly blasphemous they both came out right around the same time Mm -hmm. and they both kind of quelled a similar desire for gamers you know having you know two could have been overwhelming i of course was in the other camp playing a little breath of the wild i only sunk about 200 hours into that outing but horizon great game uh Forbidden West looks awesome by all accounts. Like, the graphics look absolutely incredible. The game looks gorgeous. And I can only imagine that it's going to be a really solid video game experience. Last bit of news. Now, is the big
2: <laughs>
0: Here we go. we go! What uh, is the, this?
1: The Uncharted movie releases today.
0: Oh, Uncharted?
1: You, <laughs> yes. The game starring uh, Nathan Drake and his... Uh, elder gentleman Spyro Spyro aka Sully what
0: are you guys talking about
1: Mark Wahlberg stars as Sully alongside Spider-Man and they are treasure hunting I assume I would I would
2: like I would like to talk about this but first uh, can I ask Tony can you rank your favorites in the Uncharted series there are five so if you want to just give me uh, your list <laughs> Um, Actually, games first, and then characters second, if you don't mind.
0: All right. Games, that's easy. Can't be, you know, <laughs> just the classic order of which they came out And I mean, it's just uh, unlike Halo. I mean, I think Halo got better over time. I think Uncharted kind of, you know, just consistently was like, all right, we're just going to be like a little bit like worse, but not bad. <laughs> you know, because <Just> what's like the <laughs> 7 or 6.9, 6.8, all that stuff. So probably just 1, 2, 3, 4, 5. And then, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, spot on. That's that's. I mean, that's easy though. Everyone knows that. It's obviously. And then uh, character wise, I'm gonna say uh, Jordan. Ah, you could probably put Jordan at the two, and then Magic at the one. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna actually put Shaquille as the five. I think he's probably the best big man, and and I think you could probably make room for Duncan on that team too, and then. That's tough because I want to put Braun in there, but it's just I don't know. I really like Shaq and Duncan, but obviously you got Kareem, you got Bill Russell, you got you know it, you got so many good guys in, in in these games, you know. And I just it, being able to just narrow it down to my favorite characters in the games would be so it would just be not fair to all the other great characters, you know what I mean? So I'm just gonna leave it at that. Let like you guys take over. Yeah, no, oh, that, that's fair. That's fair. It's that beautifully done. <laughs> you didn't, I, like,
2: you weren't bothered by, like, you know, in four and five, how they made like Shaq the primary antagonist. Like that, that didn't, it didn't turn you off
0: at all. Or I feel like that just happens. You know what I mean? People just, whenever someone starts getting too big, everyone just wants to try to bring them down, right? So I feel like that's just a very normal case of that. Unfortunately for him, but look, by the time you know the, the games where it's at now look how he's just everyone knows who he is now evolved
1: as a character kind of a beautiful turnaround
0: yeah just a good guy at the end Uh,
1: yeah yeah i mean i no
2: complaints everything you're saying tracks beautiful arc beautiful character
0: yeah i feel weirdly having to educate you guys you know with stuff (laughs) i thought you would know stuff like this i don't know why you're asking me
2: we brought it up it is weird that we kind of
1: quizzed you on it but But you came through in flying colors, just proving to everybody that you have a firm grasp on on the concept of the Uncharted series. So that's all we're going to say about the Uncharted movie that is now in theaters. Uh, I think it's a theater exclusive. No, uh, no television for you today, boys. Please don't go see it. Casting Mark Wahlberg as
2: Sully is a sin and should be treated as such. (laughs) That's fair. That's fair. (laughs) He's too young. He's just Mark Wahlberg. He can't, he can't do character work. He, he
1: doesn't, it doesn't work. Hey, say hi to your mother for me. I'm Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> so that's it for the news, folks. Today, we're going to get right into the uh, the nitty gritty of what we're talking about today. And we are talking about the Bungie Trilogy of Halo. Halo Combat Evolved, Halo 2 Combat evolved and Halo 3 Most Obviously Entitled combatist evolved (laughs) all of the combat there's so much combat and it consistently evolves i do like that the halo combat evolved uh wikipedia article by the way this is just great uh halo one redirects here for the nine inch nails song that uses this pseudonym see down in it just thought that was a weird I'm gonna need I'm gonna need more on that one. Can you give me a what does that mean? So down in it is the uh, debut single by the American industrial rock band Nine Inch Nails, released back on September 15th, 1989, taken from the band's debut album Pretty Hate Machine. The first song ever written by frontman Trent Reznor. So one could say that without Trent Reznor, Halo Combat Evolved would have a completely separate Wikipedia
0: article. Not where I thought that sentence was gonna end. <laughs> This is literally what happens when you don't donate the 245. For Wikipedia.
1: <laughs>
0: Wikipedia is so broke, they're just throwing random articles at you. They, they will start to fall apart and we will notice it. <laughs> All I can say is
2: thank Christ Nine Inch Nails saved Halo's Wikipedia article.
1: <laughs> you know, Trent Reznor, a known donor to the, uh, to the Wikipedia funds, <laughs> he gave his 250 for sure. Why don't we just uh, give a brief overview of what Halo is? If you were to give it a, a brief breakdown, Alex, what would you describe oh, as Halo in, in a nutshell? <laughs> Tony with the, the dodge.
0: <laughs> I feel like I'm in school again.
2: <laughs> okay. Be, how, uh, all right. So like in a hundred words or less, um, Halo, you're a big, strong uh, green spaceman. And you are on... Usually a ring. Sometimes they just don't even include a ring in the Halo games, which is absurd. But uh, you fight aliens and then sometimes you fight robots. But no, wait, we're doing just Bungie. okay? so just Bungie. So just aliens. And some of them are are cute and funny and they say funny things when you kill their their big elite friends. A lot of vehicle combat. Uh, My girlfriend uh, always refers to when she sees a ghost. You guys know what the ghost is, right? In Halo.
1: Yep. Yeah.
2: She sees those and she goes, uh, oh, look, space beetles. So now I've started calling them space beetles because I think that's adorable. <laughs> it's pretty uh,
1: accurate, too, honestly. It is,
2: it's super accurate. The sounds they make, I mean, it's just spot on. Campaigns are cool. Has a has a nice rounded finish story that they ended perfectly with three and then continued for like 15 more years. Uh, and the multiplayer is, I
1: think, Halo 3, in my opinion, is like the best FPS multiplayer has ever been it's certainly up there it's certainly certainly up there definitely especially for its time oh yeah for its time yeah it it, it definitely uh
2: has lost some of that crown by this point in time but nostalgia factor and everything else
1: it's still way up there for me i think that's uh, a really well put way to to kind of put halo into a nutshell halo the first game came out in 2001 developed by bungie published by microsoft game studios this is the game that put the Xbox on the map, basically. And you're right. You play as Big Spaceman, You are on a ring, also known as a halo, out in outer space. And the whole purpose of the game is to run through, shoot a bunch of aliens, and save the day, more more or less. Yeah,
2: that's accurate. Or, or if you're nine-year-old Alex and you just got an Xbox the main purpose of the game would be to play the first mission until they gave you a gun and then shoot your captain in the head. And then all the Marines on the ship get really mad at you. And you got to hide in this little
1: cubby until they kill you. (laughs) Oh, oh, there's like a thing where if you shoot, like if you team kill in the story, (laughs) they'll go after you. Yeah. 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 If you, if I think
2: if you kill like one or two Marines, like all the other Marines start shooting you, or if you shoot like the captain of the ship who is like a main part of the story right in the face. The second he gives you a gun, he's like, here's your pistol. Go kill some aliens. You walk out of the room, the game loads up the pistol. And then I strictly turn around right there, go back in, (laughs) shoot that man in the head. And then I jump (laughs) into a little hole. I remember it because I do it every time I play Halo
1: 1 to this day. (laughs) It's pretty incredible. And (laughs) 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 I wish more (laughs) games were like that. It's fantastic, yeah. I
2: mean, it's just the it's the right react. Everyone's like, "Oh, like that's super not cool." I guess we're gonna shoot the big green man, even though we thought he was our friend.
1: Like, <laughs> I, I feel like any other first person shooter, uh, they either block the ability to shoot an ally, or the uh, they just kind of sit there and take it. Yeah, and which I think by having the team turn on you, it really it, it immersion's there, like. Like that's a genius move, Bungie. Bungie deserves I mean, just for just for thinking, I mean someone you know someone
2: on the development team was like, but what if what if in like four years nine year old Alex really wants to shoot the captain? Do we write a contingency for that? And everyone was like, (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. That's super fun. Unlike Call of Duty, who does like that like you were saying, like you shoot one friendly and it's like the friendly fire not tolerated nonsense and it ends the mission. Stupid.
1: Right, I, I never understood that friendly fire not tolerated malarkey. It seems, it seems ridiculous, honestly. Let me let me have a slip up every now and then, you know, just blow off some steam <laughs> right. if I, I need to. Everybody gets one. Come on, <laughs> at least one, right per load up. Per, yeah, per, well, per day. <laughs> so the uh, <laughs> the the main character for the franchise and uh, specifically for this trilogy here is Master Chief. Master Chief is big green spaceman. He's what's called a Spartan, which means that he was born in Greece, obviously, and <laughs> mm-hmm. fought against the Persians in the Great War. Y- you've all seen 300. Now, what else makes uh, Spartan Master Chief Man special? Like, what's the difference between a Spartan and, like, a, a just a, a guy with a gun? Is he just, like, stronger? Did they inject him with, like, g- go juice and say, all righty, buddy, you're you're the guy? Is, is he even a person? Is he a human? I'm going to use the knowledge I don't have plus what you just said to say,
2: I, th- I think he's just, I think he's just like really tall. <laughs> 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 he's really tall and strong. I don't know.
1: Mr. Chief, you're, you're, you're the biggest we got. <laughs> you're the only one who fits in this armor. <laughs>
2: We, we kind of made the armor before we found a guy, so we just got to <laughs> wait until a seven-foot small child comes in.
1: Now, now, you can do a lot with this suit. Just make sure you don't turn around and shoot me in the face after I give it to you. Oh, man, he's going he's gonna to do
2: the thing I told him not to do again.
1: Damn it, why did I plant the seed in his brain? I should have never even said anything. <laughs>
2: I, I think the whole thing like I haven't read the books. There's a lot of Halo lore and I think the whole thing is like they're all part of a Spartan program and they like snatch him up as, as kids and Cortana chose Master Chief as like the, t- the tallest, strongest kid. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that led into some training and now he's big green man. And all you, all you have to do is give him
1: a, a Halo one pistol and he's good to go. Oh, he can kill anything with that. Well, I mean, one of the greatest weapons in video game history, I would assume. Has to be it just felt good. It felt to good be. to Everything just was... bop people with that. Oh, bop is a good bop is a good word because <laughs> you can bop people with it. But I think you know also shooting with the bullets that come from a gun. I suppose. Yeah, but nothing as satisfying as that bop sound. He like flips
2: it too. That's clean. It. I mean, it, yeah. it's clean. It's got a nice little uh, you bop and then
1: he flips it like a like a cowboy. I mean, Master Chief is he's a cowboy, a space cowboy.
2: <laughs> it all comes together
1: um i really i didn't play that much of the story or campaign for combat evolved but i definitely played a little bit of the multiplayer now this was before halo became halo 3 and evolved combatist evolved can you speak on halo 1's multiplayer yeah
2: i mean i don't know how much you remember but it it had some like super iconic levels like you said the pistol was a three shot kill so that thing became just a pure like dominant force whenever you played it it's right the pistol was the meta it was the meta yeah i mean everything in halo 1 was like absurdly strong there was just some like goofy stuff that i remember doing as a kid if you drove like the warthogs at each other super fast the physics were just bonkers so you would kind of hit and one of the two would get launched like 400 feet into the air (laughs) and that was that was a blast the like splattering people physics in that game were like if you you know you're a big green strong spaceman but if a vehicle like touches you at 1 mile an hour just instant death so like there was a lot of weird mechanics in Halo 1 but like i, I don't i don't know it's one of the first is like golden eye in Halo as a child so like they are always going to hold super special place
1: speaking of vehicles uh Halo did introduce some of the like most iconic video game vehicles of all time one of my favorites of course is the Warthog. i mean it's it just, I don't know, like the the controls for driving in this game are so different than driving in other video games, but it still feels so good to drive. And the way that they implemented it was like super smart. You basically just point your camera in whatever direction you want to go and hold up and your car is like, I got you. I will, I don't know what I'll do. I'll abandon physics and I will get you to where you need to go. <laughs> Which is so accurate. And like I
2: what baffles me is so many other shooters have vehicles in them and nobody has used the Halo control scheme. And all of the other shooters that do like driving usually suck. Like just just like you said, there's a little arrow. It's the center of the screen. Wherever the arrow is pointing, you know your car is going to go there. That is like such a simple mechanic that everything should use and it, it doesn't.
1: Like no need for reverse. No, I will I will pivot on a dime and just make sure we're going here. Do you think the Halo Warthog influenced the 360
2: lawn mowers that people use nowadays? Oh.
0: Oh.
1: I mean, it has to be, right? I think it yeah, I think it has to be. Like, I don't I don't think that that's even up for debate. I think that's just the inspiration. Tony. Huh? What what huh? what's your favorite Halo vehicle?
0: Um uh,
1: uh the Ghost. Who's- what is the ghost? What does that bad boy do?
0: Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, it's like... <laughs> Sorry for waking you up. <laughs> uh, no that problem. podcast nap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, well, <clears throat> it's like, uh... It's like a hovercraft kind of, uh... I don't know. It's like, it's like a ghost... <laughs> like, with like wings it's like a car but it don't got wheels got you like, two wings and it's like a aerodynamic kind of thing but doesn't go too high it's like it doesn't fly but it, like hovers but like <laughs> you could do like wheelies and stuff even though it don't have any wheels and then you can hit people with it and shoot laser beams and like bah, 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 like like um you know yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's
2: that's pr- i'd say it's pretty pretty accurate now, t- now, Tony, uh, to, to to keep you on your roll here, I, b- I believe there is a, a, a flying one too, right? Like a like a, oh, like a big
0: ghost. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a big ghost. Uh uh-huh. Um <laughs> The uh yeah, they they took it from Mario Kart actually, the Banshee Boardwalk. Except it's not like you don't fly the whole boardwalk; you just fly like a ship, um, right? And mm-hmm. it's got like the wings are just like. They're a little more narrow and they're pointed down. That's all for like gravitational, you know, forces and and you know, mechanical kind of stuff. And that right. one has like jet laser things, and you shoot up in the air. And you, that one you actually fly, and you can do like barrel rolls and stuff, and the backwards rolls and for you can do just a lot of rolling. And you can uh, you can shoot stuff with that too. And if you if you want, if you're feeling kind of crazy, you can actually like nosedive into the ground and try to hit people with it, but they could hijack you. They could hijack any vehicle. Um, yeah, that, that was fun.
1: So vehicle combat, definitely super cool thing that they added to the game. Uh, really added layers to the combat. And it was, it was always cool when you had like somebody in like a ghost or a banshee and the other person's in a warthog. Who's going to win nine times out of 10. Everybody died. <laughs> Just everybody. Almost everybody died. That's, that's like one thing I kind of liked about Halo because Halo kind of had this concept and I feel like you didn't see it in a lot of multiplayer shooter games up to this point where you would have a lot of like one-for-one one trades if you ended up in like a, a 1v1 combat situation where both players would just be shooting at each other and approaching each other. You both cast out a melee attack and you both just die at the same time. It's, it's what the uh, meta community refers to as a uh, double beatdown. I think double beatdowns are kind of like an incredible thing to add. I don't know if it was an intentional thing or not, but it makes you still like, even if you die, it makes you feel okay with it. Cause you're like, all right, at least I got a kill out of it. Like we're, we're still net neutral here. I didn't just die. I, we, we did this together. <laughs> <laughs> it was shared and it was beautiful. And, I can be happy in death. Next time I'm coming back with my uh, my energy sword and making sure that doesn't happen again. Exactly. But even the swords, remember they added the thing where you can just, you, you kind of like
2: bash swords for like <laughs> 45 seconds until someone bashes faster than the other person. They added like the sword canceling in. That was in Halo 3, but I, that just added to what you were saying. Like most interactions in Halo, both people die if
1: they're close together, which is... I guess, good? I think it it makes you want to keep playing as opposed to, like, you're less likely to, like, rage quit, I think, if you get a trade. Whereas in Call of Duty, you just, like, disappear to the ground when uh, some guy two continents over yeets a knife and you're just like, oh, okay, cool, 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 cool. I love this game, cool, 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 uh, cool. I'm glad that my death was in vain. Very nice. <laughs>
0: It's not a stupid game's
1: <laughs> favorite situation of all time. I mean, that's that's like the biggest difference. Because like Halo,
2: like you were saying, you do die a lot. But like the high like time to kill in Halo makes it so much less frustrating. Because when you die, you feel like you had time to get out of the situation or fight back and you lost. And that that's fine. the The other person was better than you or they had a better weapon or whatever. But it's not instantaneous. And because they do that, they can get away with a lot of like shit that makes no sense like you were talking about the vehicles like you get in a tank and you're like oh man this is super powerful but then like every vehicle in Halo it's just like they kind of forgot to design the part that goes over the driver like Warthog he's just like sitting there exposed you just shoot his head out of the side of it tank like this giant armored vehicle that shoots tank shells like oh you could snipe his little head out because for some reason it pokes out of the top like a little uh, whack-a-mole thing like it just the, the design makes no sense but high time to kill and
1: Not trying to make everything overpowered is a good design choice, I guess. I totally agree. I think there's one last thing that I want to bring up about Halo 1 and then we can move on to Halo 2. Is Blood Gulch one of the greatest multiplayer maps of all time?
0: Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Perfect. Moving on. (laughs) <laughs> just it's just damn good yes i wrote like my favorite maps for every game in coag i mean that's i started with halo 2 and it's literally on like, every like time it's been remade i'm like oh yeah coag still still the best it's not bad no it's incredible <laughs> i think we're
1: gonna wrap up combat evolved we're gonna go to halo 2 uh combat evolved or as wikipedia would like to say uh, this article is about the video game For the Nine Inch Nails album that uses this pseudonym, see Pretty Hate Machine. Oh, that's... (laughs) What is with (laughs) (laughs) with Nine Inch Nails and Halo? I'm so... Like, what is happening here,
2: Halo? Wait, someone... Who did... Didn't someone do, like, a weird hard rock cover of that? Was it Breaking Benjamin? Did they do a thing for Halo 2? Someone did a thing for Halo 2.
1: Oh, I did not know that. I, it was one of those one of those one bands Stefani? that could only exist. It yeah, it was Gwen Stefani, Stefani. So so Halo Two, uh, aside from being somehow affiliated again with Nine Inch Nails, came out in two thousand four, I believe, also for the original Xbox, not for the three the three sixty hadn't been released yet, and the the cover shows uh, the main character Halo, uh, A.K.A. Uh, tall Guy Master Chief holding two guns so you know it's a sequel the dude's (laughs) dual wielding and this game i I mean it took everything that came out with halo and just i feel like just kind of made everything just better and bigger and and more fun uh tony what how would you describe halo 2 in a nutshell
0: wow Just an FPS masterpiece, I think. I don't know how my little boy body stumbled upon that game or just hearing how much it was getting delayed and how hype it was. I was like, all right, this is going to be the best game ever. And I got it and I was like, oh my goodness, this is absolutely the best game I've ever played. Besides like Pokemon and stuff, I never really played a lot of shooters and I was just so spoiled with that. I mean probably thousands, easily thousands of hours put into that game online. I mean, I would wake up in the morning, put my headset on, jump on Xbox Live, and play until bedtime and didn't do nothing else. I mean, that was one game that is in my top three of all time, and I absolutely love it. And I don't know, really, to describe it evolving from Halo 1, it's just such a... I like games that aren't overly realistic to the point that they're corny. Like, I think that's why my favorite football game is probably 2K5, because it's, like, it's still a game. So I think when you're talking about enjoying a video game, it's important to make it less realistic and more fun, whatever you have to do to make that happen. And I think Halo 2 really does that, because even when you're trying to snipe, you know what I mean? It's not like... There's a little bit of uh, a follow on there, kind of like it, I forget what it, what it's called. With you're know, like you're trying to shoot someone in the head, and it just kind of goes to them. Just a very very slight thing, but like little things like that, or just the overshield or the active camo, like all the different kind of guns and all the effects that they have. It's just it's such a amazing multiplayer experience, and yeah, that's that's one of the best ever. I think the best ever. I'll always say that, but. Yeah, that's that's one of my favorite games ever.
1: And this uh just to to add real quick, this Halo was the first Halo to have online multiplayer and I think that was insane at the time because like online console multiplayer didn't exist I don't think before the Xbox. So this really like Halo 2 was a huge deal when it first came out and Listen, we all spent a lot of time, all right, in, in coagulation. We all spent a lot of time. I liked Zanzibar, personally. Zanzibar Alex. Zanzibar's great. Zanzibar's great. Everyone, Zanzibar. this was our first experience with online bullying for probably most people, too. which is <laughs> It's, <great>. true. it's <laughs> true. It helped us to form who we are as gamers today. So if you're ever playing with one of us and you hear some toxic words come out, you can blame Halo for it. It's all Bungie's fault. Pass the buck, baby it's not i have no responsibility for what i say because i played halo 2 in 2004 you can hold me accountable <laughs> that's, right. that's right to, to borrow from uh, the great nolan flick you were surrounded by darkness i was born in the darkness <laughs> i knew it was gonna be batman i didn't know what batman quote but i knew
0: batman was coming sully, sully. <laughs>
1: <laughs> alex what is your favorite multiplayer map in this game tony's is coag i'm i'm guessing
0: it's, it's not. It's oh. not, but
1: Alex can go first.
0: In Halo
2: <clears> 2, uh, I'm struggling. Oh, okay, so Lockout is way at the top. I'm trying to think of some other ones. I really liked, I liked Lockout. I liked Zanzibar. Uh, The one with the
1: wheel in the center. That one's Zanzibar, I believe.
2: No, the, the, Ascension. that's the vertical wheel. Ascension, yes, Ascension. Mm-hmm um it's like the island like in the sky right yep yep yep. uh that one was great um and coag of course too but i i i don't know like something about halo 1 worked better for blood goals than halo 2 did and i think i loved halo 2 i mean it was a massive step up in every way but i think the one thing that like i don't think halo 2 quite got right is every gun but the br was totally worthless so like that's my biggest like if you didn't have a BR like they added dual wielding which was super cool but that made like if you had one SMG which is what it started you with it was just
1: unusable the pistol was a gun that seemingly did not shoot actual bullets so and the BR uh, battle rifle that had the uh, three round burst yeah mm-hmm. and it was just it was just consistently it was like that and the sniper were the best weapons. Yeah, they were they were incredible, and then everybody knew all the tricks. Like Tony, I'm sure you remember
2: like BXR, which is like a thing where you punch somebody and you you like cheese the reload, and it, it's like you kill somebody without them seeing the animation of what happened to them.
1: You could like ghost kill people in this game. Yeah, it was absurd. That's that's yeah. kind of hilarious.
0: Yeah, games that have stuff like that I think are so good because that reminds me a lot of melee, kind of like Super Smash Brothers melee, where there's so many really cool advanced, like, technical things in the game that I don't know if they were intended or not. And BXR was, yeah, you, you B to melee someone and then you X, and that basically cancels the animation. And then you could just, if you time it right, because it was only a few frames, then you could uh just shoot them once. And because they have no shield from the melee, if you hit them in the head, it's like an automatic kill. And it turned into, like, a whole pro play thing. There's, like, BX being double, just, like, all crazy cool strats that uh, made the game like even more appealing when you know, like, oh, you could learn how to do that and like get good at these like pro things and yeah it was fun
1: that's really cool i i never knew that about that and that's really unique now uh as far as uh, your favorite map tony what would you go with
0: oh i was gonna say lockout actually i think lockout's just uh too good of a choice but they're also uh they all hold a, a place in my heart. Sanctuary, Ivory Tower, Midship. They're all really... Those are probably the best Ascension all come to mind. I forgot Ivory Tower. I love Ivory Tower so much. Oh, ivory Tower's so good.
1: Now, apparently there's also a campaign attached to this game. Is that true? And mm-hmm. if so, how good is it?
0: Uh, I suck at Halo campaigns, but I remember everyone loving it. Whatever that's worth. I know there were a lot of I played the game obsessively, but I think there were way more like diehard fans of the series and the lore and the characters and stuff. I just like getting my hands dirty online, you know, it. but absolutely. Yeah. I, I forgot the question. <laughs> uh, do you only play as tall
1: man chief in this game? Or do you, do you play as anybody else in the campaign? You, you play as a uh, uh, scaly worm boy
2: as number two.
1: <laughs> ah, Okay. <laughs> scaly worm boy aka arby yeah arby yeah yeah.
2: okay kind of kind of like a neat idea like plays plays an elite they're they're friends now sometimes and uh they're like let's try to change it up make it so he has like active camo as an ability but it lasts for like two and a half seconds if you turn it on i don't i didn't like any of the arbiter stuff right but the master chief stuff was like so good that
1: it made up for it yeah yeah did you play the campaign for two bill Uh, if i did it was a long time ago okay uh i remember driving through a really long tunnel in one of the first levels there there is there's definitely a tunnel in that level and drove for like a (laughs) long time and uh, by the end of that tunnel i was like man i'm kind of wiped you want to play some like mario kart instead and (laughs) that's that's what we did actually (laughs) okay i think we got ihop and then played mario kart after driving through a really long tunnel in halo i was like I was just a little overwhelmed by how much tunneling there, there was.
2: Yeah, yeah. So the 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 Halo driving just worked up an appetite that you had to go satiate, and then play Mario Kart
1: after. And I was like, let's get some good driving up in here.
2: Yeah. Well, hold, well, hold on. Well, yeah. To be fair, to
1: be <laughs> fair, <laughs> as far as first person shooter driving goes, I mean Halo's top tier. Okay. All right. Cool. Good distinction yeah 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 can't hold it can't uh, will we'll talk about it in halo 3 because i think there are some really interesting racing opportunities in halo 3 but do you guys have anything else you want to add to halo 2 just uh i know it's one of tony's favorite games tony you have any other any things you'd like to talk about
0: uh the only other thing that came to my mind actually was with the it's not really advanced tech but there were cool little things you could do to like kind of break the game and you could do a lot of like glitching to get out of the maps like boundaries and stuff and really explore deeper into these levels that you thought were so cool you could do things like super jumping if you went I don't even know how to describe it. you'd have to land in a certain area like while crouching and then jump out and like land in a certain spot and just do very specific things and weird things would happen or you could like do like a, a sword, cancel, like you're in a lunge towards someone, and cancel it. And somehow you guys could use that to keep jumping off each other's heads and get to areas you weren't supposed to. And it was just a, a game that was like deeper than it was intended to be. And there was just a lot of beauty in that, I think. Super bounces were such a good time. So I, much I lost fun.
2: so many hours doing the... They had a, They had one on what? They had one on Zanzibar. They had one on Ascension. Had a, had a fun one.
0: Mm Mm-hmm, Coag had
2: one. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Did you ever get the, uh, I know you didn't really play Campaign, but this was like another one of those glitches. Did you ever get the Scarab Gun in Campaign?
0: Oh, I remember that. I don't know if I ever actually got it, but I remember hearing about that and uh, being like, no way, there's no way you could do that. I think once I actually did, now that I'm thinking about it. Okay,
2: because that was incredible, and that was probably the most in-depth, I remember how to do it still to this day, and that was the most in-depth glitch I've ever had to do in a video game ever. And it was so frustrating. I remember I was doing it in split-screen co-op with a friend from back home. You guys remember Mitch, right? Yep. Uh, And his mom had to come in at one point and yell at me to stop yelling at Mitch. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like the most on-brand possible story. Yeah, no, I mean, it was was very fitting. Because what you had to do is you had to... It was actually in the tunnel level, Bill. Okay. But you couldn't drive. You had to trick an enemy Banshee into... You couldn't kill it. It couldn't kill you. And you had to trick it to following you through that entire tunnel. Oh, no. And then you had to get it stuck in this, like, little person-sized tunnel. And while (laughs) it was just, like, stuck there, you'd have to punch the wings off the Banshee. (laughs) But not kill the Banshee. You could not kill the Banshee. (laughs) And if at any, I mean, there was an AI in there. So if at any point it was like, eh, I don't want to do this anymore, it could just fly away and ruin it for you. So It was a complete nightmare. And if like your teammate, like Mitch, sorry, Mitch, he walked off in a different direction and like kind of like it pulled away towards him and then broke and then flew out of the level. Like that was it. You just had to restart. So
1: it was a nightmare. What does the Scarab gun do? Like what? Why would it, people go through hell and high water to to achieve this?
2: So, it's, it's just, if you get the Banshee through, you can fly into, it's the, like, the mission on Earth with, like, the big city. Okay. Um, and you gotta fly to the top of, like, one of the buildings that you're, of course, not supposed to be on. And there's just a plasma rifle that sits up there. And you pick it up, and it shoots, like, remember the big, so the Scarab is, like, big spider. Yes. Yep. I'm okay. familiar with the Scarab. So, the plasma rifle you pick up shoots out that beam that just obliterates anything. <laughs> Like if you shoot, if you shoot within like fifty meters of yourself, you kill yourself immediately. So like you have to be very careful with the gun because it just shoots out like a nuke, and it's like a steady stream too. Like it, the game runs at like two FPS while you're firing it because it has no idea how to handle what you're doing. Oh, that's beautiful. That, it was it was incredible. It was such a good glitch.
1: Uh, is it? I wonder if it's still attainable through uh, with like the the remakes and re-releases. It should be. I think it's still in uh, the collection that you have oh sick okay cool 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 that that sounds hilarious just watch a video and then try to do it with a friend and get really mad at him but no moms to yell at you anymore so that's the good news. <laughs> no 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 you got to get your friend and then go to your parents house with the xbox and then recreate uh, okay. the magic gotcha okay uh and you were right by the way it is breaking benjamin dropping an instrumental version of blow me away that plays during one of the battles in the game i hate everything about that sentence <laughs> the only uh the only song in a halo game not made by 343i or Bungie, they they (laughs) they chose breaking benjamin of all bands (laughs) that's just so you know what i'm actually upset because you'd think based on wikipedia it'd be nine inch nails I,
2: did that? Yeah, did the Nine Inch Nails contract come in like ten years after Halo finished releasing games?
1: Like what had, had to have been right? Why are they linked? I don't know, but I think we should jump over to Halo Three. Are you guys ready for it? Yes. <laughs> Halo Three. Let me just. I got to bust out the wiki article for this. This article is about the video game for the Nine Inch Nails song that uses this pseudonym, <laughs> head like a hole. Oh my god! Why is there a Nine Inch Nails? I just... I don't even know what the pseudonym is. I don't know what we're comparing it to. Like, do they... It, it, does, does Nine Inch Nails have a song that's like... It's called Head Like a Hole, also known as Halo 3. And like, the Master <laughs> Chief and Arbiter. Like, what the hell is happening? If anybody has answers to this, you gotta let us know, because I don't understand why they these... I thought it was funny that it did the first one. In fact, I didn't even realize... It had two and three attached. I thought it was just going to be a funny little one time. But but here we are with a head like a hole. 2007 is the year that Halo 3 was launched by Bungie for the Xbox 360. Uh, came out in like the fall of 2007. Very, very highly anticipated game. I think this at the time was the most highly anticipated video game, period. I know people were just chomping at the bit for it. It was the first Halo to come out on the Xbox 360. Which, let's be real, one of the greatest consoles of all time, at least for its time. But Halo Three was uh, Halo Three was special as far as like new features for the game. It had the Forge mode. I'm trying to think what other like major features it had other than like you know updated graphics and
2: theater. What's that? The theater mode.
1: Ah, oh, theater mode. Yep, I love that theater mode where you could. Uh, save your gameplay basically and get film clips and screenshots which i mean this this was important for a lot of uh, like youtube <laughs> franchises like i'm pretty sure this is where red versus blue they they would get the footage from uh and red versus blue is a a youtube show starring a bunch of uh, red halo men and a bunch of blue halo men in a in a little comedy universe yeah no this game is rated m for mature for blood gore violence and mild language did your parents let you play halo in your were- so halo 3 came out when i was <laughs> in high school so. when I, I had already graduated high school actually oh okay then uh yeah this is because i was class of 2007 this is september of 2007 so i was already a college bound boy somehow i'm not going to retract my question yeah no uh <laughs> i
0: <laughs>
1: yes <The> answer, <laughs> okay thank you the this game was uh awesome you had to let's just do the story real quick and then we'll get into the fun stuff uh so story and i'm just making this up as i go but you start off you're running through a jungle and you play as uh master chief again and the bad guy in this one are the flood (laughs) which are like parasite monsters
2: I mean, no, maybe. no, no, but I'm gonna let you. I want, I want this to play. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and probably, probably the the Covenant, aka the aliens, they're probably bad guys again, or not? I don't know. Or maybe just a couple of them are good guys. Who knows? And then they they stop the flood, and they all decided to play Forge Map Editor, which is the where the the, the game really shines. And then everybody played Halo ODSt afterwards. the end. That is a accurate and unbiased synopsis of Halo 3. <laughs> and I think we can just move on. So what is your guy's most memorable moment from Halo Three in general? Uh, Tony, what are you? what are your thoughts?
0: You know it's weird because um <clears throat> excuse me. I, I definitely played a good amount of Halo 3, but it just doesn't stick out like Halo 2 does for me. I had to go back before we started recording and, and look at the maps for Halo 3, because I was like, oh, what, I, I don't really remember. And now, like, 3 and Reach and 4 are kind of getting all, like, stuck together in my head. but That's uh, fair. I remember uh, High Ground was good, and... Uh, valhalla is a new name for coag which is a a nickname for coagulation which is a new name for blood gulch from halo one yeah and then i think guardian was lockout if i'm not mistaken and i'm always down for lockout i put a question mark next to guardian because i couldn't remember but um yeah i don't remember too much it was it was fun but i definitely didn't play as much as halo 2 yeah they definitely had a, a
1: a bunch of remakes of older maps for sure like even uh Last Resort was a Zanzibar remake. That might be mm. like my favorite Halo map of all time. I don't know. I, th- I think Last Resort was was better than Zanzibar,
2: which doesn't really make a whole lot of sense because I think they're identical, but I think it just flowed better with like Halo
1: 3's gameplay. For sure. I remember one of my favorite memories uh, of this game. Actually, I'm pretty sure I was playing with you and it was like me, you, Tyler, and a handful of the boys. We were playing a mode where one person in this now this is forge mode where people could create maps and come up with all sorts of game modes and stuff like that but there was a mode where like there were like one or two people as like snipers a 100 feet up in the air and you had like kind of a whole view of the map and the map had a whole bunch of areas that would obscure the little players that were down below but you had to either reach certain checkpoints or something like that while there's two snipers up top shooting at you. And that was some of the most fun Halo, haloing that I think I've ever participated in. Oh my God,
2: hang on. I know what you're talking about and I'm trying to think of the name for that. Because it, it was, like you said, it, everyone is up top with, I think it was snipers and Spartan lasers, right? Yes, Spartan lasers were there too, yep. Yeah, and then the people, the little like ants on the bottom had to go between... <laughs> It's like it was like a VIP, like King of the Hill, like capture the
1: point kind of game. Right, right. But you had like, I don't know if it was just because of the way Forge was made or this particular game mode. I don't even know. It may have even been been like a legit game mode in the game. But that was that was definitely a because fo- it was on that it was on the um, that
2: for the desert Forge map. Yes, um, sandbox or something. It was like
1: the desert at night.
2: Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah that was okay. Yeah, I, d- I did love, I love that one. I'm trying to think of what the name was because there were so many good like custom creations in Halo 3 and I know we played that a ton. That was, they had that playlist, which I think is, is a playlist they still do in the newer Halos, Action Sack. Okay. And it was, it was just that. It was like all the goofy, they had like sumo wrestling in the, the, the Matador mode where someone was like in the the brute chopper and he was the bull and everyone else had swords.
1: Like it was all the, the goofy game modes on the the goofy game modes were so fun. Yeah. They're, (laughs) they're fantastic. I love those so much. And I was never incredibly good at the combat in general for halo. So it was really, really fun for me when there were like different, like racing game modes that came out where people would make these elaborate courses for either the, uh, the little ATVs. I forget what they're called in halo. Yeah
0: the mongoose, mongoose yes
1: so you could either ride the mongoose so They like they made all these crazy racetracks where you drive around and it was it was so fun kind of navigating these courses as like a almost traditional racing course but using the controls of halo and it was it, it led to a lot of like goofy stuff and it was just so much so much fun all
2: of it worked better than it had any right to like i just didn't i didn't think it was gonna like all
1: of the game types were so fun they flowed so well it's almost crazy that it's a console game looking back like the fact that halo 3 is a console game and had this much creativity abound inside of it uh you really think this would be more tailored for pc but the fact that it's on xbox is crazy like the the amount of time and work that people put into creating these these masterpieces of of different maps and d- different play styles it's just really really cool it's so cool
2: and i think that's why like we mentioned it before but that's why halo 3 became my favorite probably part of it was because it came out like freshman year of high school for me so like it was my entire high school experience was just playing halo 3 all the time but um it was the one halo that found like the perfect balance between like if you wanted to do social goofy stuff like it was there in abundance if you were like a hardcore ranked player, like the ranked system was like more robust than ever. And like, even in the custom games, I remember there was something called like tournament or tourney or something. I don't remember how it worked, but it was like BR starts and it was like a cage match and whoever won, they like spawned in stairs for you to fight the next person. And it was like an evolving circus of like one V one, like hardcore BR fights. I mean, just like the, the amount of stuff you could do. In Halo 3's like forge system was like perfect for people who like you and I who wanted to play Goofy, and then when I wanted to get a little more
1: uh ranked and serious about it, I could still have that satiated too. They they really they had everything covered for this game, and there was a little bit of something for everybody in Halo three. It's it's really impressive looking back. Campaign was great. I don't I I you did you play that one, Bill? I I feel like we definitely did a
2: run through of the campaign
1: <laughs> we, at some point in time. We had to have. I I think me, you, Tyler and somebody else must have played through it at some I, point in time cuz that was right when Xbox Live was uh kind of like hitting its stride.
2: Yeah, and I I have I have weirdly vivid memories of Do you remember the last level where you're driving all the vehicles across the the floor that is giving out <laughs> in the sky. Yes, yes. Okay, because yes, yes. I definitely played that with
1: you at some point in time. We we yeah. absolutely did. We had we had to have Tony. Do you have anything that like jumps out at you as like something special about Halo Three that you really enjoyed?
0: I also actually remember that last level in doing co op online with people. I think that's the only thing that made the 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 campaigns like, playable for me, to be honest, because I'm so bad at them in games like that by myself, and it wasn't an easy game, um, especially on Legendary. There's no way I could beat that game on Legendary alone, but yeah, no, I remember having good times with Halo 3, and uh, I'm sure I played with both of you guys at some point, too, Um, but that was definitely a smaller run of Halo in my Halo history.
2: All right, I think. I mean, the only thing that would really make the Halo Three discussion complete would be if uh, Tony could list his favorite characters from Halo Three. <laughs> Just your top five. Your top, yeah, your top five. Sorry.
0: Top five.
2: Yeah, and no, they. Can, I know, I know. There's a crossover with the Uncharted games, but it cannot be the same five.
0: Oh my god, that's like impossible. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me think. Let me think. This is, can even have five characters in it? I mean, this is a <laughs> kind of a crazy question, right? You can, but... you can
2: include the twins as one character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Sleepy and Dopey are one and two. Of course. Bashful, Donner, and Blitzen.
1: You know what? They're, I think That's Donner's it? underrated, but I, I appreciate that you put them in the top five.
0: Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, I don't know, I don't know why everyone always assumed he was underrated. It always kind of bothered me because he seemed just like the a fine character, but I understand people like the, the show off you know what I mean? The the blood, you know, the other the other guys, you know what I mean? Cosmos. <laughs> uh, now, before we
1: jump off of the Halo train, I do want to just bring up, I did look forward to Halo 4, 5, and Infinite just to see their Wikipedia articles and i'd like to just <laughs> read off <laughs> these because apparently wow 9 inch nails just got their they got their grubby little fingers all up <laughs> in the halo universe halo 4 this article is about the video game for the 9 inch nails song see sin the name of their song halo 5 guardians halo 5 redirects here for the 9 inch nails release that uses this pseudonym see broken halo infinite Halo 6 redirects here. For the Nine Inch Nails release that uses this pseudonym, see, fixed. I almost want to just type in Halo 7 just to see what happens. March of the Pigs by Nine Inch Nails!
0: (laughs) Oh my god, what is happening?
1: Why?
0: That's a major spoiler for Halo fans. What is happening? (laughs) Well, well, listen, Halo 8 gets you to
1: the downward spiral, okay? Halo 9... That's Closer. We all know that song. By Neo? By Neo. By, yeah. Halo 10, further down the spiral. Halo 11, the perfect... How many freaking... I'm actually afraid to just like keep going through with this because I just assume that every single Nine Inch Nails song is now a Halo chronology of their entire work. And according to Wikipedia, it goes all the way up to Halo 34 Ghosts
2: so halo can never make enough games to to free themselves from the stranglehold that 9 and has on them
1: like goodness gracious and it's crazy because halo started in 1989 but uh oh. the most recent halo release was in 2020 with halo 34 ghosts 6 locusts
0: locusts are cool <laughs> i do like locusts they're definitely <laughs> biblical Wow, never listened to those those guys before, but I'm thinking after this, you know, maybe I should look into them, because not like I care about the Halo lore that much, but if they had such an impact on the game. Right, like if it's that important
1: to the franchise, then like it'd almost be a disservice not to go listen to them. As a Halo fan, yeah. As a, as a Halo yeah. fan. Like, if, if you're a lore master for Halo, and you haven't listened to the entire discography of Nine Inch Nails, you're a freaking poser. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Heard it here first. Wow. That's coming from people that don't have well, one person that doesn't have the newest Halo or Xbox. Make that two. <laughs> <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. Both of you have listened
2: to
1: all 34 Nine Inch songs. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are officially more, more, uh, more aware of what's going on in Halo than any of y'all. Until the 35th Halo comes out, you guys are covered. Right, right. <laughs> And it, it seems as if these come out maybe faster than than the Halo games themselves. So <laughs> Yeah, it sure does seem like it. So so we may be on an okay pace to just to just keep on keeping on. <laughs> I I think we are going to jump ship on Halo here and we're gonna move on to what we like to call interviewing the guest host of the show.
0: Interviewing oh the guest host of the show. <laughs>
1: now now we're gonna be bouncing off some questions off of you alex uh tony has a few written up i have a couple as well uh we'll just kind of go back and forth tony how many questions do you have lined up
0: 51 or 52 i think no i have three perfect
1: i also have three this is fantastic uh you know what i'm gonna say tony go first fire away uh, are you sure unless you want me to take the the reins on this one
0: no, oh, no, that was for Alex. That was the first question. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'll, I'll hit you with a different one then. Okay, thanks. I'll be, I'm probably my serious interviewer face. <clears throat> now, Alex, you know, uh, outside of the podcast, you and I have been good friends for a long time, and I know you as a, a, a movie guy. So uh, you have any favorite video game movies and uh and consequently and i don't think i'm using that right uh do you have any favorite video games that have come from movies maybe like the bees game yeah well to answer both of your questions
2: i i think i would go with the bee movie the video game and then conversely the bee movie (laughs) but to answer the first question in all seriousness i am of the opinion that there has never been a good video game movie. Mm. I just, I, people like to say Sonic, but I thought like Sonic was a pretty, like pretty four to five out of 10. Like I didn't hate the time. I'd say of Sonic.
1: Sonic was fine.
2: Sonic was totally fine. Yeah. I, I I think like the hype was completely undeserved because it was by all accounts, a pretty average animated movie, but it was so far ahead of like a lot of other video game movies that people were like, wow, this, didn't make me want to die so it's got to be really good that's actually giving it higher praise than tony would give the movie yeah uh, let's we'll come back to the question in a second but
0: tony do you hate the sonic movie oh that was i watched like i don't even think we got 10 minutes in and i was excited for that too i was like wow they they did a sonic movie all right my girlfriend and i sat on the couch we put it on and right at the beginning they're like oh let's hit you with the the heart strings like as hard as we can and now we're just gonna make sonic the no matter if they fix the appearance no matter what they did that is just the most the most cookie cutter unfunny boring basic bullshit and like hollywood stuff that i don't like to see and i could tell that's well i was getting in for within the first eight minutes i think ten minutes and i was like nope turned it right off i was like they're not doing that to my boy yeah, you yeah you made the right choice. You didn't
2: you didn't miss anything. I right. Think. If if you if the first ten minutes were miserable, it's not going to change.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of thank you for saying that. I kind of figured that, but I know there are movies like like I think it's called like uh, Free Man or like Ready Player One or maybe that's a book or like that's two different movies. All right, so we got a handful of different movies. But any movies like that, have any of those ever, like, sparked your interest? Or would you give any of those, like, a, a six or a seven even? Has any video game movie ever surpassed a seven?
2: Those are those are confusing for me because
0: yeah. that, I, I
2: haven't seen either. I, I just, I'm not really into, like, the, I'm not really into the whole Ryan Reynolds thing. I've, <laughs> I've, I've actually them. seen
1: both, and I can tell you they're not good. Okay, sure. um, I, I read the book, Ready Player One, and I thought that book was incredibly overrated. People love it, and I think it's just a bad book. And I watched the movie, and I hated that even more. <laughs> and then Free Guy, I actually, so I am a Ryan Reynolds person, right? I In, in fact, I, I enjoyed my time with uh, Detective Pikachu. But I hated Free Guy. It was one of the most boring, just pointless movies i've ever seen in my life and i've uh, will ferrell's my favorite actor so so that just goes to show you
0: (laughs) i
2: was was confused by the correlation but
1: i I get it you were just setting a
2: a a bar expectation bar right okay well that that answers that i mean because i haven't seen those but i know those are more like movies based on video games as an idea (laughs) and not specifically like Mm. You know, like, Free Guy has references to a bunch of stuff, right, Bill? Right, correct. Okay. Only, I think the only thing that comes to mind, too, now that I think about it, is the Prince of Persia movie was also not
1: the worst thing in the world.
2: 300? Is that, is
1: that the one with Jake Gyllenhaal as the Prince of Persia?
2: Yeah, which I think part of, I mean, it, it wasn't good by any
1: means, but he's,
2: <laughs> he's just, he's so handsome, you know? He, <laughs> he is He is easy on the eyes. You're not wrong. So that that gets me right there.
0: You ever see Nightcrawler? God, I love Nightcrawler so much. It's a, it's a good movie, right? It's a,
2: yeah, it's a great movie. Oh we'll, oh, we'll talk about Nightcrawler. He's less handsome in that one. <laughs> it's a great. But movie. It, was, it doesn't matter
0: because he's there. <laughs> but he is there. They must have did that on purpose for his character's aura. But some yeah. people would probably find him, you know. Well, not not me, but some people would probably find him more attractive because of that, right? I mean, some people would. I mean, I, I kind of liked it
1: oh see a little rough around the edges hey there's a market for it did i what what was the question was the question (laughs) (laughs) no you passed you passed passed. passed. (laughs) all righty so alex growing up um we became friends through one of our mutual friends tyler and me you tony tyler and a handful of our other friends all hung out on a pretty regular rotation and one of our the things that we did almost every time we ended up hanging out was we would play a game called Manhunt which is kind of like a hide and go seek tag growing up oh, god, in yeah. New England America where's the best place to hide in a game of Manhunt oh my god so all of New England is in play uh, <laughs> sure Let's, or or just like a general suburban neighborhood how much of the Atlantic Ocean <laughs> would you consider in play <laughs> I would say uh, the ocean is off
2: limits. Okay. All right. So all of New England, everything's in play. My answer is going to be the top of the shed on. (laughs) That's a a pretty damn good spot. Because they got to climb up to get you, you
1: know? right so so it's, it's really a, a waiting game at that point right not only is it hide and seek but it's also there's a tag element so it, it's easy to get down from there but much more work to get up
2: yeah and when they come up you jump off the front it's not bad that's you not bad right at all yeah somewhere in the woods I, we used to just lay down and kind of put our hoods up and just hope the round <laughs> would end without anyone wanting to put in the effort to come out there and find people laying in the woods it's true. So, so all of my all my answers are gonna be my yard that I used to live in. <laughs> in-
1: Tony, that- I'm gonna to extend the question to you as well. You got a favorite spot to hide in a game of Manhunt?
0: No, nah, that game was scary.
2: All the more <laughs> reason sc- to hide. So where would you hide?
0: Uh I probably at home. I probably just wouldn't come <laughs> over go home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I didn't like that game too much. It was, uh, it was just dark. It was just, like, everything that I was actually hanging out with, with, with you guys kind of, like, opened me up to, uh, to stuff like that a little more, because I never really did stuff like that growing up. I was real, like, sheltered and, and overprotected a little bit, so, uh. So yeah, the the thought of being out at night when it's pitch black, just like going in the woods where there's like ticks and like you know crazy deer and you know what I mean, <laughs> stuff like that. And uh, <laughs> hey, just... mouse,
1: there might have even been mouse deer out in those uh, those woods for all. There could have been. There could have been.
0: been. I remember just like, <laughs> I I I can cutely segue into something that doesn't have anything to do with what you asked me, but I do remember, Alex, we used to do. <laughs> something else I didn't do as a kid, but something that I, I picked up from you guys. It was called uh, wrap. <laughs> duct tape around a stuffed animal's mouth. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> and leave it in the middle of the street. <laughs> <laughs> car's driving by, and now, to me, when I first saw that, <laughs> I'm crying right now thinking about it. I'm actually crying. Yeah, that killed me. As a little kid, I was like, you're really, like, I cherish all my stuffed animals. I still have most of them. Like, one of them is my best friend in the world. I have a tattoo of them. I'm just like, oh, stuffed animals are like precious little things, and you're just like, <laughs> strap on, duct tape around its mouth, and throw <laughs> <laughs> Throw it in the middle of the street like to the fucking wolves. God. I think we put it in a chair, maybe. <laughs>
2: Sometimes. I, I, it, it was always changing. Sometimes it would just be like Tony said, kind of flat on his face in the dirty <laughs> road, <laughs> duct tape around his mouth. And all, all of us would just be sitting in the woods and never really thought to go anywhere else except the corner that was touching... my so Your like, yard. Yeah, so cars <laughs> would drive by and be like, oh, I wonder who put... Charmander in the road again,
1: again, <laughs> and it's like 19... it's like the same the same neighbor is just like <laughs> yeah. placing it on the side of the road and just shaking their head,
2: shaking their head, driving around. We used to put like we we would do we would do two stuffed animals playing chess. Times <laughs> I
1: remember like, that one.
2: <laughs> by all accounts, I mean to this day, like in my mind, hilarious. Why would you get mad at that? but I remember someone picked up the chessboard and like threw it at our house one day.
1: <laughs> and I thought, how did they know it was us? We were pretty bad at hiding in retrospect. Cause I remember a lot of times we would just, there would, oh, there'd usually be like somewhere in the neighborhood of five to 10 of us. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of people, which is a lot of people. And we would hide in what you said, the woods, um, which is like a twenty-foot patch of light trees from the yard to your from the yard to the road, which there's no shot that people didn't see us in 100%. retrospect. We are we were terrible at hiding.
2: It was a giant group of moving
1: young boys. Um
2: and I think two one, they would see us in the woods, two bafflingly, we were always kind of in the road unprepared when a car would start
1: to come. <laughs> right, it's, one it's of us would always be at the scene of the crime 24-7.
2: <laughs> Someone would say, lights, and then that person would run. But like, yeah, of course the car saw the person run into the woods and then crouch next to the seven other boys in the woods already.
1: <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> God, we were so good at pranks. I've done the best pranks, and then someone took Charmander. Remember that they stole him. This is the saddest day. It was devastating. I didn't treat him well, so I guess he probably found a better home.
1: Just like in the anime.
0: <laughs> just, just like in the that. anime. Tony, you got another question lined up? Who won those chess games?
2: I uh, if I mean I, some of the some of the less pleasant details are coming back to me now, so I'm just gonna go ahead and share it. But I think. I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, we did the chess games when it was my mom and I trying to take care of the pool by ourselves. I don't know. You don't need this part of the story. Anyways, (laughs) a lot of squirrels would die in our pool because the pool water was always green. So I think the chess game was always between a dead squirrel and Charmander. (laughs) And I think usually Charmander would probably win because the squirrel was dead. It's
1: it's
0: fair. (laughs) Bill, anything? (laughs)
1: <laughs> I'm dying.
0: Thank you for that. <laughs> what was the question? You know, I just wonder if, like, anyone driving by would stop and look at the board and be like, oh, well, how did Rook get to E4? You know what I mean? Be like, oh, that's not a logical game. Like, these stuffed animals clearly don't know what they're doing. And then pick up the board and throw it on your yard angrily, you know, as a chess player, not as a right. angry driver. That has
1: to be the most likely scenario, right? Just, we disrespected the game of chess. <laughs> right. It was, it was a, You lived near a Grandmaster growing up, and <laughs> they, they just took it so personally. <laughs>
0: (laughs) (laughs) i i know your favorite halo is halo 3 what you got to make your own emblems in the game from halo 2 which i really like your own little symbol and you customize it with colors and stuff what did you rock what kind of like armor and and gear and emblem did you rock
2: i want to say if i'm not mistaken we discovered when i like first met you in high school or maybe when we played at some point in time That we rocked the same emblem. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I remember I always rocked the cowboy kitty.
0: Yes! Okay, then Uh, Yes!
2: (laughs) I I had a pink kitty, brown cowboy hat, and that was just what I used for all of the Halos. It's still an infinite, so I still use it.
0: Uh, That's so good. (laughs) I remember in Halo 2, I used a lightning bolt because that's Halo 2 and talking to two kids. Ryan and Skip from Florida, if you ever hear this, or Ryan and... Phil, I think, was his real name. This other guy, Travis, he'd always come in and be like, "What's going on?" And I thought they were like the coolest kids. This is my question now, by the way. And uh, <laughs> and they just they got me obsessed with ACDC. And I was just like, "Oh, okay." And I that like shaped my childhood. And these strangers tell me about like Danzig and all this music. I'd play. My sister would be, "You hear what he's listening to, mom?" And talking about like doing crazy shit. And I am like, "Yeah, I am cool. I am cool." But yeah, the Lightning Bolt. And then when we started playing, it was always cowboy kitty after that i love i love i love skip yeah, dude. Dude, skip, skip, skip. yeah dude. <laughs> dude fan of the week skip thanks so much for listening to the podcast buddy
1: all right i got a question for you so before we recorded this episode we were kind of the original plan was going in with halo 3 but we were also kind of talking about maybe talking about uh like guitar hero and rock band because those are games that were important to us growing up Alex, do you have a favorite guitar hero or rock band song that you like to play? Uh, I definitely do. Um, I know,
2: I know we're on I know there's a war, and we're on different sides of the war
1: between guitar hero and rock band. I, I feel like my stance has softened over the years. Okay. And I am firmly in the camp of as long as it's fun to play, I don't care which one it's on.
2: Yeah, that's fair. I, cause, cause I I grew up. I I Rock Band was Rock Band had the better music. Rock Band, of course, like started the whole like you're a band, and that was so cool. I just did not
1: like how the guitars worked in Rock. I don't know what it was. They just I agree, and I think the guitars were just poorly made compared to the Guitar Hero guitars.
2: Yeah, yeah, it didn't feel great. And even now, I I still have I have Rock Band four, and then I have my old three hundred and sixty for all the Guitar Heroes. But Favorite song would definitely be something from Guitar Hero 3 cuz that was when I was like at my peak yep. guitar hero playing and I want to say the the cream song what was it high road
1: higher road mm-hmm. sunshine of your love maybe sunshine of your love I think it might have been sunshine of your love
2: can I throw this back at you Bill do you have anything yeah. that comes to mind all right
1: um I liked uh, cliffs of dover by Eric Johnson that one was Yo. a lot of fun to play so fun uh, just cause it was just, it was all the, like the hammer-ons and pull-offs and you just did a whole bunch of fancy finger fretting and it was, that one was one of the more fun songs to play, I think.
2: I love, yeah, cause, okay, so that was one of the two I was thinking of. It was that. And then my favorite was Cult of Personality was the one I couldn't think of. Oh. Ooh.
1: That was a good one. Tony, do you have a favorite song that you like to play in the Guitar Hero games?
0: Probably Ruby, I think. Ruby. And there was, a. Uh... There was another song, not on the set list, on like the alternate ones. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, I think it was like Here Comp to Alex, that German song. It was like a, that or something else. Yeah, I don't know. yeah that was, was one of them, yeah. Yeah, I like that song a lot. Ruby 2 and uh, My Name is Jonas. Those are probably my top three. My name is Jonas. I had to do the whole song, so give me like four minutes. Yeah.
1: Made, I mean all good songs great really. song yeah that's I, the
0: best guitar hero that was was that two that's three that's, that's three. three yeah
1: okay. three was I, really 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 good three was great
2: I uh I remember so Tony Ruby is like one of those songs that I have just a horrible memory of and it's a great song by all accounts but I, for some reason I'm just double calling back to Mitch in this episode mm. but <laughs> That was that was his callback tone for like two and a half years. Oh no. <laughs> and every time I called him, I had to hear the chorus of Ruby. And I was like, please, please change this. I don't like this song that much. I don't want to hear it every time I call you. <laughs> I don't, I mean, it's a great song, but like
1: nobody likes Ruby that much to make their callback tone.
0: Not for two and a half years.
1: <laughs> not for two Listen, and a half years. Listen, the Kaiser Chiefs have their place in the world and that's about it. It's not on Mitch's phone for two and a half years, that's <laughs> for sure. It should not be there.
0: You know what? I, I got to mention this now that we're talking about this. Sometimes I'll, <laughs> I'll call my sister whenever I do and it'll be like, please enjoy this music while your party is being connected. And it's literally like that. I'm just like, this is... I don't think there were ringback tones since like 2006, you know? So I'm like, did you just not get a regular dial tone for like the phone is ringing? That's 100%.
1: (laughs) I think your sister might like have a burner phone for you. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody uses like a corporate line for a, a personal phone.
0: God, do those still exist? That's my next my final question for Alex. Do people still have callback tones or like that music?
2: I I mean, on the Tony phone, on the Tony line,
0: they exist. <laughs> it's, it's it's only when you add
1: Tony as a as a contact. You're like you got to make sure you have a callback number, a callback line uh, ringtone for him. Beautiful. They have to. I mean, if you're, it's so it's still working
0: on
2: your sister's phone. I mean well, that's to- not.
0: Sorry to cut you off, that's not the song she chose, they just don't have, they don't exist anymore, like, I think once your song runs out, or you don't pay for it, or whatever it was, like, 99 cents a week, or whatever, or a year, or you just buy the song, once you get rid of that, I don't know what happened, but instead of just making it a regular thing, they're just like, all right, here's the default, like, absent, uh, callback tone like song and it's just that i'm just like you you gotta get rid of that people are gonna know that you had a a callback tone in 2006
1: (laughs) it does kind of sound like the uh the surfing song from pokemon ruby sapphire and emerald though so i don't i don't hate that no
2: i I mean if if it didn't represent callback uh purgatory (laughs) maybe it wouldn't be
1: so bad that's fair (laughs) that's fair i want to tip my hat to Alex for being on the show. I think I'm speaking on uh, behalf of Tony as well here. Yeah. But we're coming into the segment of the show that we like to call tip of the hat, wag of the finger, where we like mm-hmm. to to give praise to those who deserve it and uh, absolutely windmill slam the people who also deserve it. Tony, you have any uh, tips of the hat to kick us off?
0: Yeah. I'm going to give you both real quick. Ready? To tip of hat and the wag real quick, real quick for all my grocery shoppers out here. Okay. Tip of the hat to Trader Joe's. They're a solid business good employees they're always uh very friendly i feel like if they're not they get fired so they have to be and they're just so good at it and always so helpful and uh i like that store that good organic stuff and the prices are okay a little pricey but now that everything's pricey they're starting to seem pretty reasonable and wagging my finger to stop and shop because that store is ass that store sucks yo worst produce
1: in in all the land
0: Worst store, worst prices, worst everything. Hate that store. I'm gonna
2: just interject quick here, and I think, Tony, that was a pretty uh, transparent kind of kind of suck up to Trader Joe's. Because if I'm not mistaken, there was a previous podcast episode where you guys were talking about maybe getting them out as like a sponsor or a guest. I see what you're doing, and I respect it. <laughs> but I don't I think okay. I think it maybe was a little bit and
0: gentlemen this has been our guest Alex thank you so much for jumping out and, and coming to be on the show with us but gonna... I hope listen I hope you nail it I hope you nail it down and I hope they're listening right now but, they um... wouldn't even hire me when I put an application in. they're not gonna do, they're not gonna do anything with this podcast
1: oh.
0: <laughs> do you think they remember they never forget <laughs> I don't know you think I they're they're they have a deeper. Uh, there's some depth to the company or something to hire. I, I kind of like, it's not like Aldi where it's like, seems like a cult, but like, I feel like the <laughs> higher ups in Trader Joe's are definitely just like, are, it's like the happy, happy village or whatever. in earthbound where they're just like, we have to, we have like, they have no choice. So all the employees are just always polite and it's not scary. It's like, they're too good at being nice, I had, which makes me, man. I, I had a, an encounter at Trader Joe's where Uh, one of
1: the cashiers told me like his whole life story and like about like a concert he went to the week before. I'm like, where did this come from? I I'm buying some, some lettuce and some chicken.
0: (laughs) that's just the service you're going to get there which wow. also subsequently makes and I don't know if I'm using that right makes me wanna wag my finger to them for making me think that I'm not nice enough to be part of that <laughs> crew and this was years ago mind you but but uh just so it doesn't seem like I'm sucking up too much if it's if it's me or them I'm I'm I'm, I'm choosing I'm choosing me baby sorry joe
2: i'd kill joe for you I appreciate
0: that. Dude. Thank you. This is yeah. I don't see Joe on the podcast, right? He's not someone that's ever gonna get invited, like, especially not as early as you. So it means a lot that you say that and <laughs> I feel the same way. If there I hope there's no, you know, Joe to kill though. I wouldn't want to kill anybody. I wouldn't do that. But but, but not you know. Joe
1: Fatten, because he is the creative director of Halo right now, and we, we know his beautiful history. <laughs> and he is not a bad guy <laughs>
2: <laughs> Despite what might have been said during this episode he is a probably good dude
1: probably probably one of the greatest
0: <laughs> maybe maybe and there will be no killing of anyone we just have to for the for the you know the Pencil pusher people that listen to the podcast i want to start you know cuz it's 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 start I, I hate to say it but i kind of have to wag our finger my all of our fingers i'm holding both their hands right now just kind of <laughs> by their wrists into all the fans cuz it's just like uh, the blasting that we get on twitter every week after we release every episode it's just so constant it's just so just relax guys please we're doing this it's fun we love having you here we love making this content for you but you gotta just you gotta stop with me you gotta stop with bill and then you beg us for a guest we bring them on and then you shit all over them when the episode's done so just please it's for fun and we're having fun doing it we like talking about the game so just hold it and please if you have nothing nice to say then zip it up looking at you
1: joe looking at you joe (laughs) tip of the hat to all these real people and companies that are absolutely taking what we say in stride and not coming after us with some sort of lawsuit. Uh, just real character move on on all of y'all's parts. <laughs> <laughs> there, I think we're covered. <laughs> I think, we're, yeah, that is pretty yeah, much that does go, We're good, we're good. Thank you for not coming
2: after us in the same way that I would definitely come after Joe if he went after Tony or Bill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually have a wag of the finger. I have a wag of the finger at the Nintendo Switch Sports online playtest that is uh, live this weekend. Uh, they put out an announcement saying that they don't want people talking about the game or sharing screenshots or video captures of the game during this online playtest, to which I say, if you tune in next week, I will tell you all about the Nintendo Switch Sports online playtest. Nintendo can eat an egg. <laughs>
0: I would like to re- resign my association with Darmani 12 from this point. I have nothing bad to say about Nintendo, and I want nothing to do with blackmailing or using their name to slander anything. So, Pokemon Arceus is a great game, and that's how I want everything to be from this point forward. So, guys, it is, wow, what are we, 20, 22 episodes, huh? I guess there's, there will be no more episodes after this, but it was fun.
2: Happy to be a part of the the ending of the show.
1: Yeah, well, thank you, thank you. It, it, it's fun to have friends at the end of the world. <laughs> Any other uh, tips of the hat or wags of the finger? I mean, I'm gonna I'm
2: gonna give the obligatory tip of the hat to you both for for making a making a very fun podcast that gets me through work a lot. So that's that's been wonderful, and thanks for having me on. Thank um, you. I definitely have a wag of the finger that I'm trying Okay, yeah, one one quick wag of the finger. I don't know if you guys have heard about all this, but one big wag of the finger to Paramount Plus who is seemingly just desperate to just kind of dump out as much video game television and movie content as possible. Oh, I hadn't heard. They I just like it was like 2 days ago they announced like Sonic Part three is coming out. They're doing a, a live action Sonic spin-off. They're doing a Knuckles spin-off series. They're doing oh a Halo gosh. TV series.
1: Oh, I did see the Halo thing with uh, that was at the Super Bowl. There was like, yeah. a like, Halo commercial.
2: Yeah, it, it all looks bad. And I just wish I mean, I love, <laughs> I love I love I love movies. I love video games. I wish they would stop trying to be a part of each other's worlds. So
1: bad Paramount. That's fair. I can I can get behind that uh, sentiment.
0: It's a good wag. I didn't even know there was a Sonic two, so hearing there's a Sonic three is is a little wild.
1: Really unfortunate, you know. All right, I have yeah. I have a question for you guys because I I think we're all in the same camp where it, it's tough to come out with a video game that would be a good movie. Do you think there's a franchise that could do it? Like, do the you think Adventures of Dewey? Do you think it's even possible? <laughs> adventures of what?
0: Dewey for Nintendo Wii. <laughs> Look it up. Look it up, and tell me that face wouldn't make it on Broadway.
1: <laughs> now we're talking about the silver screen here, though. We're not oh, okay. talking about In Broadway.
0: Ah, maybe P- Pugsy for Sega Genesis. Okay, we got we got one Pugsy.
1: Also, uh, Dewey's Adventure for the Wii. I'm not gonna lie, that looks like the ghost from Sonic Adventure 2 Battle that you have to fight <laughs> as Knuckles. And I am so triggered by it that I just want it out of my life.
0: All right. well, you me a question <laughs> You guys are asking me questions. I'm just answering. <laughs> I I think there's a I think
2: I think there's a lot of games that could I just don't want it to cuz I think no matter what it's going to be a lesser adaptation. Like I'm sure I think the only bright spot is like the the Last of Us on HBO. Like I think that's the right kind of studio. mm mm-hmm. Mhm to handle a video game adaptation, like somebody who's known for like premier television and can spend a lot of money on a property. But I think best case scenario, we just get like a worse version of the game, like still maybe a good show, but like, I, I don't know. I, I think, I think you can't go to sci-fi like Halo is never going to work unless you have like Disney money. Right. And I think you have to ground your story in reality if you want to make it like a decent adaptation. And in that case, like just why not play, like Last of Us and Last of Us Two are good examples of games that have come so far with like storytelling and animation. Like, why not just play them?
1: It's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, and it. And I think you're right. Since most video games are not rooted in reality, it's it's really tough to even sell them as a video game in general without scrapping what makes the video game fun. Uh, like even in even in the Pokemon movie, like Detective Pikachu that came out, you know by by virtue of what it is, you're gonna have to just create a whole bunch of CGI nightmare terrors. And that's exactly what they were. They were nightmare terrors in that game. Didn't so I didn't see that movie, but did they not they at
2: least like leaned into that, right? Like they kind of leaned into the Pokemon being kind of Horrifying. horrific
0: looking. Yeah, uh,
1: a couple of them. Yeah. Okay. A couple of them for sure. But I, I think like I I I think the best way to handle it would be some sort of like a spin-off type. Uh, piece of media and not just the Super Mario Brothers movie, for example. Yes, and certainly not the Chris Pratt Super Mario Brothers movie. Man, that that movie's got me so intrigued. I like I think I'm but am I excited for it? Am I scared about it? Am I do I want to like hate watch it? What's the what's the correct all position to have here? Oh, is it all? Yeah. I think it might be
0: all. That shit looks like shit. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) There he comes. That's that's all you need. So, uh, what
1: video games have uh, you guys been playing? Tony, kick us off. What games have you been playing this week?
0: Uh, Music making? Oh, it's a fucking game. Uh, that's (laughs) That and Arceus.
1: What have you been doing in uh, Legends Arceus? Have you been doing the old shiny hunting?
0: little shiny hunting, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to you know, go back and forth between shiny hunting and progressing through the story mode. And I, you know, got to the end credits and started catching the legendaries and went through all the wisps. Um, Shout out to the YouTube guy or whatever that made it a video of that. Is and, that uh, Austin Plays character? No, someone else. Uh It wasn't even a, a person. It was just like, I don't know. I had the to listening to music the whole time, just going completely off, like trying to keep up with them and gotcha. uh, visually. But, uh, but yeah, I got all the Wisps, and now I'm at the point where I'm just kind of shiny hunting. I've um, probably got like seven shinies so far, uh, collectively, and I'm ready to start trying to fill out the entire Pokédex, and it's a daunting challenge. I think I'm um, pacing myself more so with that, I don't really want to get too overwhelmed by it. I'm trying to multitask a lot of stuff between Yu-Gi-Oh! And music and enjoying Arceus and nice. just hanging, you know?
1: Alex, what have you been playing this week? I,
2: so I, one of my favorite indie games of all time is the Outer Wilds. I think it's like probably my top three of video games ever. Okay. And they, wow. they released an expansion that I'm super excited to try out, but I don't know anything about it. I bought it because I saw there was more content for a game that I love. So I'm going to start that this week. And then <laughs> I've just been playing a little bit of Halo in my downtime awesome halo infinite right yeah yeah the new halo um i it's it's been good it's been uh lacking on content a little bit but it's it's just the the i always like to have some stuff
1: i play with friends and then all the single player stuff i play which is it's
2: mostly single player and then
1: halo on the side hey forge is coming out soon hopefully so i'll be joining your ranks (laughs) i can't wait uh, as far as games that I've been playing, i uh, just been doing a little bit of shiny hunting in Legends Arceus. Uh, I did try the Cyberpunk patch update. I think I'm going to have to start a new game to give it a fair shake, though. Uh, but what I've seen really didn't click with me. Um, and the last game, I played a little indie title uh, just yesterday called Grapple Dog. It's a, a 2D platformer <laughs> where you play as a, a little cartoon dog who gets tricked by a robot into unleashing him upon the world and you have to go through these little uh, 2D landscapes with a hookshot type grapple thing so you're kind of grabbing and swinging along while collecting little gems and uh, playing through a little cartoony 2D world it's fine. Adorable.
0: It <laughs> it
1: is an, an adorable game the aesthetics are great I think the soundtrack is gets a little repetitive at times but it's I mean it's an indie game I think it's only like 10 or 15 bucks so if you're into 2D uh, platformers and you want to play as a cute dog, if you 100% a level, you get to pet the dog at the end of the level. I mean, what's what's not to love there? I don't like that they're gate, gatekeeping my dog petting. Yeah, that's <laughs> the one thing. I was actually really bummed because the game starts out really easy. So you like 100% the first two or three levels. And then I got to the fourth level, didn't 100% it. And I was like, where's my option to pet? Wait. I can't, I can't pet the dog. Ah! And uh, I, I, I stopped playing the game. I was distraught. I was distraught. Okay. I felt attacked. You are 100% justified. They can't, they can't
2: throw that out to you and then take it away. Reel it in. That's just that's ridiculous. Absolutely. The dog doesn't know why you stop petting him. You know? That's what, what I'm what saying.
0: He think? Dude, animals are dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, man. You've got uh, a cat that bites your feet. Oh, man. (laughs) Listen, my cat does bite my feet sometimes. Oh, both of you have cats that bite your feet? I I guess so.
0: cats are weird.
1: They really are. They they really don't like you petting them as much as dogs like them being petted.
0: No, they they don't. They're a completely different kind of animal. You can't. You can't. I kept thinking that my cat was going to be like a dog when when uh, when she got here and she's not. So. (laughs)
2: It sounds Why like a finger for me. Why are you the a finger at cats?
0: <laughs> for being a as, bad uh, As a cat assuming, owner.
2: Agreed.
0: Yeah, just a, a bad pet owner.
2: Kinda like when it came out came out of a boy and you really wanted a girl or vice versa.
0: <laughs> yeah, what's that feeling like for for a person, you know? You gotta everyone knows how to act a little bit, right? I mean when you get bad news. It's like, oh my god, yes.
1: You tell the doctor to write to his face in front of in front of your wife, uh, can you can you double check <laughs> while holding a bunch of sports equipment? Oh, <laughs> God. Well, I want to thank you guys so much. Uh, we we had so much fun recording this episode. Thank you for listening; it really means the world. Uh, let us know what your thoughts are. On social, you can follow the show at Games of Our Pod over on Twitter. And on Instagram, you can also follow us on YouTube at Games of Our Lives. And listen, if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, if you could give us a five-star rating, it's great for visibility. And if you'll you'll leave us a nice little Apple review, we will read it on the show. That is a guaranteed promise. Alex, do you have any parting words? uh, Anything that you want to promote or... Yeah, I, nothing to promote but um, I'm, uh,
2: I'm Fargles on Twitter um, loved being on this, this was a blast so thanks for having me and uh, you know, keep, keep on keep on doing this and I'll have something to do at work that gives me plenty of laughs and good times.
1: You can follow Tony at The Poker Rapper on TikTok, Instagram and Twitch you can follow myself, Bill at Bill the Fajita and uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok as well.
0: Tony take us away bill thanks so much for another great episode alex thanks for joining us in tonight's episode definitely one of the best one of the i laughed so hard today and uh yeah this was extremely nice so thank both of you and uh yeah let's smoke baby come on (laughs) (laughs) see you guys next week